squint at the sun because it's bright. We squint at people because they're not. The Kate Daly Show starts now. If the water on the planet is going to rise up 10 feet, that means the southern part of the United States is gone. England is gone. Most of Europe is gone. And I can go, uh, most of Central America is gone. Okay. If that's the case, let's just take Florida, for example, which is one of the fastest growing condominium, beachfront condominiums on the planet. In the prospectus, when you invest, there should be, in the footnotes, if global warming is for real, they won't put it that way, global warming happens and water rises 10 feet, this investment you made is not one single investment prospectus written since 2000, this century, has alluded to global warming. If it were really true, the banks wouldn't invest. The banks wouldn't finance. So the people that have the money, and I'm, I'm jealous of the Vice President Gore. I am jealous he came up with a scam before I did. Because the financial institutions, the banks of this world know it's not gonna happen. Otherwise, you couldn't get a loan in London. You know those 30, 40 year mortgages? The world will be over by then. Is Barclays Bank going to give you a loan? With the greatest respect, ma'am, it's the greatest fraud that's been perpetrated on mankind this century. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. Boy, am I glad to be with you today. Earlier, I was on InfoWars and did a lesson in history that uh, everybody needs to be aware of um, to gain that love of country. Because that's what we're missing right now. This is the difference between people right now is our knowledge and um, our understanding of history and why some people could get upset when they listen to My Country Tis of Thee and why it can bring someone to tears and why somebody else wants to cry out for Hillary. <laughs> Ugh. So welcome to the show. And of course, today is uh, Wednesday. So I have the lovely Midwest Melissa. How are you, Melissa? I am frozen. <laughs> I was going to ask you how your Arctic <laughs> blast was, how your Arctic blast is going because you're in Indiana. And I, I, I cannot wait to hear about um, your winter. My winter is much different. I'm being spoiled this year. Sometimes we have heavy ones, but this one's a super light one. So I'm, I'm, I don't even want to tell you what my winter's like because you'll covet. But, but Midwest Melissa joins me every Wednesday, followed by Susan. It's always a great show because both ladies, they bring it and they do they bring it? They bring it so well. Can I just tell you all their research? So, so tell me about your Arctic blast. Well, <laughs> to, to cut the story short, it started with kind of a sloppy big mess. Last came in, I think, about Friday okay. into Saturday. Yeah. And depending on where you were, there was more or less snow. Where where I live in particular, it was. Snow that turned to rain that turned back to snow. So we have a layer of ice underneath everything. Right. But after all of that mess uh -huh. cleared out, mm -hmm. then the temperatures bottomed out. Mm. So Saturday and Sunday, we had wind chills of where I am. It was between minus 22 and minus 25. And that's pretty brisk. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. darn brisk. Wow. So... Yeah, it and it was fun. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is the kind of weekend where you just like say, I'm we're just gonna hunker down. We just we're gonna <laughs> go to the grocery store on Yeah. 
milk and then we're gonna just close the doors and we're gonna get out the board games and we're not gonna leave the house you know what and sometimes i have to say it's kind of nice people kind of like it i know in arkansas they've closed schools down different places it's just sort of like a home day and a home week i should say and you know what sometimes that's just not a bad thing sometimes it's kind of a good thing well you're you're clearly not from the midwest (laughs) it's a little too much eventually (laughs) you know it's been cold all week i mean it started with those temperatures where we had the actual (laughs) thermometer reading was maybe two or zero yeah (laughs) and and then that has kind of spilled over into this week. It, it's 20 degrees outside and we're all thinking, oh my gosh, it's spring. <laughs> you know, where's the daffodils? <laughs> but here's, and, and eventually, you know, yeah. everybody has to go back to work. Sure, sure. And that's, you know, yeah. from dealing with my kids who had their, they, they parked their cars outside. So car mm-hmm. doors were frozen shut. People's batteries are not, you know, it's tough on batteries. So let's talk about batteries for a minute. (laughs) Please, please. (laughs) Because the people in Chicago got lesson number one Uh about the glories of electric vehicles. Wait, stop right Uh, there. Can I just say the opening clip I forgot to tell you, everybody, was Dan Pena. And that was the billionaire talking to a woman who was all about climate change and talking about her her 20-something children that she said were children, okay? They were adults, but she said, my 24-year-old child. Um, And um, why are you doing all this to the environment? Don't you care? And so you have to go EV and you have to do all these things for climate change. And his speech blows climate change out of the water just because for the for the sheer fact that you wouldn't be able to get a house loan if climate change were in the works because they would have to put it on the mortgage paperwork. And I love that clip about with Dan Pena calling that lady on the carpet and he did a magnificent job. And I forgot to tell people about that clip coming in. So I apologize. OK, onward with EVs. Well, yeah, apparently at Evergreen Park, Illinois, is uh-huh. the place that's gotten all the, the, the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, at charging stations, at the, this, and this is in Chicago, okay. um, people with Teslas and other EVs that were looking to charge their cars, mm-hmm. uh, they discovered that when the temperature is below zero, you're not going to get much of a charge on your car. <laughs> so <laughs> ding, yeah, ding, this ding. is great the, the <laughs> like drivers we were saying out. oh you, so they have all these hilarious you know little video clips and yeah. and interview clips of people uh-huh. like I was at the charging station for six hours <laughs> and on Saturday and six more hours on Sunday and my my Tesla never got above zero percent charged and while I've been waiting in this huge line of people waiting to charge our cars, several people have had to have their cars towed. This is the shape of the future, right? And in the meantime, I know we got it here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened in Chicago, but here we were kind of gently yeah. admonished. Like, could you all turn your heat down and tr- really try to reduce your electrical usage? Because, you know, this is really, these temperatures are tough on the grid. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. I know. It, so my husband, who's a like a, he's an engineering kind of geeky guy, right? Right. And he sent me this. He, he I was talking to him about this earlier today. And he goes, oh, let me pull out the specs on batteries. And I'm like, yes, why don't you do that? Right, right. And so what we found out was that 
Um, a lead acid battery mm-hmm. um, is good, pretty reliable down to minus 20. Okay. And even below that, you know, they, they will oftentimes, you're, I mean, it's tough on your battery. You've all had that. You know, my battery mm-hmm. was fine yesterday, but it sat outside sure. and it was minus 20 and now it won't start. But lithium ion batteries, which is what goes in EV batteries mm-hmm. or EV cars. Yeah. No charge, no charge below freezing. Uh, the charging stations were not working and the batteries were not taking the charge. Now, my, like I said, my husband's an engineer. He said that won't be 100% because there's, there's a range of specs that some will be more efficient than others. And you can't say 100% of them, but he said on the whole, Mm-hmm. If you have are an EV owner and you live in a place where it could get below zero, just know you're not going to get much. Don't count on getting a charge because you won't know that. So think of all the places. Like if you I, lived in Canada. It's baffling. Go, yes. would, it, say you live in Alberta, Canada. Mm-hmm. You want You want an EV? What if you live in Minnesota or the UP of Michigan mm-hmm. or if you live at a high altitude in Colorado where there's lots of snow and cold? Right. What about if you live in, you know, Vermont? All I can think of lots of places they get routinely in the winter get temperatures below zero. Mm-hmm. They clearly now that, don't want you driving. <laughs> they clearly don't want you going anywhere. Well, now now we're looking into the crystal ball and seeing it for what it is. Yes. Because they're going to want to sell us all these cars, but there's no plan for what to do and how to cover this. Right. The next stage will be, well, you know, you really don't need a car at all. Do you really? Why do you need a car? Yep. Just rely I on don't us. Know. Yep. Rely on us and our electric buses to get you everywhere. Yeah, you'll go. Yeah, nowhere. well, the electric buses won't charge either. Exactly, you won't go anywhere. So you'll have a lot of board games, and you'll be staying home a lot. And it's really sick and sad that this is the new tale that people tell themselves is right for the environment because they're so concerned about an environment that has never really given us any proof that it's been harmed. Oh, and let me add to this. <laughs> Here in Indiana, where we have some wind farms, mm-hmm. the wind farms were not generating any electricity through the super cold either. Yeah. They don't work either at those temperatures. They don't generate, they don't spin, they don't turn, they don't do anything mm-hmm. because they're frozen also. So to think, and I'm not I'm not saying, and, and I think I've said this before, my husband, like I said, kind of geeky guy, mm-hmm. built, he put... He put solar panels. He built his own solar panels, and and we have them at our house. Mm-hmm. And they do. They help us to defray our energy costs. Right. They are, you know, whatever. And that's great and fine, and I love that. But to think that the solution to all of our woes lies in solar panels or wind farms or electric vehicles is crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. I agree. I totally agree. Uh, By the way, the Canadian climate activist pled guilty to starting 14 forest fires. (laughs) That's how much these people love the environment. Willing to do that. Yeah, up in Canada. What about all those animals that died? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Endangered species that died. It's such a farce. It's all such a farce. And these are the kind of people that come out of that movement. They're they're nutso. They're crazy town. They're loon bags. (laughs) So... Yeah, uh, guilty, pleaded guilty, 14 fires. 
Wow. Was that the fires from last summer in like Ontario? I think so. It was uh, Quebec. He was from Quebec. And um, these were the Canadian. Yeah, these were the, the fires to convince people of climate change. He started these fires. Well, at that least we his... have that. We know that nobody could yeah. cause this right. to happen to us. I right. mean, this is not such extraordinary weather let's actually, take it, for let's... the Midwest. Oh, I was gonna this, yeah. I was gonna take a quick phone call, but I don't think we have time. We're gonna uh, leave to break in, in like ten seconds, but we'll come right back more with Melissa. We'll take your phone calls if you guys would like to uh, comment on that. We're open, and so when we come right back from the break, we'll get on with you. But oh my gosh, there's so much to say. So Melissa's brought a stupid. lot. She has brought a lot, a lot of game today. So we will be talking about all of it. Is World War Three starting next month? A leaked document from Germany says so. Europe against Russia. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Hey, everybody. As we enter into 2024, this is really important. The banking crisis, which is kind of remaining kind of quiet, except for smaller banks are are failing as more centralized banking even happens at these levels right now that we're seeing. That's why we saw some of the bank closures uh, last year. As this enters stage two, this is really, really important. Investors are relaxed right now because they think the banking crisis is over, but it's really a big mistake. History shows that major financial crises unfold in stages and have a quiet period between the initial stage and the critical stage when it's too late to do anything. The next forecast that's coming, the more acute stage two of the banking crisis is coming after a quiet period, right? We know this. It's coming. Birch Gold is writing about this. They understand that there's this quiet period right now. This is the time, you guys, get everything you have at least backed by gold. It won't cost you anything, which is amazing. You can take advantage of this, at least get the information. Your IRAs, your retirement, are they short up? Are they backed by anything important, by any by any gold? Um, and make sure you buy gold and silver from Birch Gold. These are the people I trust, okay? And I love them. Um, you guys out there that have that have done this are saying such fantastic things about Birch Gold. I knew you would. And, of course, Ron Paul, Steve Bannon, uh, Ben Shapiro. These are all the people that use Birch Gold for a reason. They have a stellar reputation. Please text 989898. That's the phone number, 989898, those six digits. Text my name, Kate, as the message on your phone. And when you do that, you'll get some free information to look at. Please do this, okay? Just get the free information. Information is free and you know, you can't go wrong with information and at least you'll have some answers on if this is something you should do too. Thanks, you guys. Birch Gold is amazing. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about them. Thanks a lot. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome, Kate Daly Show. So happy to have you listening, of course. And, uh, Wow, we have a lot to talk about. I know I dropped a little bombshell on the way out of that segment, but I just wanted to mention um, things are heating up. And when I say heating up, Europe's, this comes from the newamerican.com, which I love. The, uh, Europe's largest circulation newspaper, Germany's Bild, B-I-L-D, obtained a German military document saying a war between Russia and NATO could erupt as soon as next month. But here's where it gets a little interesting, too. The document also warned that Germany needs to be war ready. Okay. Meanwhile, Britain's defense minister warned this week that 2024 will be a major inflection point and that in five years time, 2029, we'll be looking at multiple theaters of war in Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea. 
which by the way, I have felt and have said on this show for the last, probably since around 2020 that, that, and I'm not a fortune teller. I, I'm not, I don't work that way. I think that kind of stuff's kind of ugh, weird, but I have had those feelings, those same types of feelings that by the end of this decade, we're going to be looking at the, the upheaval coming like the majority of upheaval. So I, le- I, I say that and, and here that's backing it up, which is really crazy. We'll take a caller, 888-673-1450, if you're listening to us live. And of course, uh, Melissa, back here with you. I also wanted to mention, please uh, text Birch Gold at 989898. Please do this while you have time. I can't tell you enough that you have a certain amount of time to get your stuff backed up. To, to make sure that you are solid with all your stuff out there, your IRAs, your retirement. There's only so much time we're working with here. A lot of stuff's happening behind the scenes, and it's not going to be in the newspaper. Everybody kind of waits for the big upheaval of Wall Street and everything else to be in the newspaper. It won't be. It's going to be very quietly done. So make sure you text 989898. Very, very trusted Birch Gold. Ron Paul trusts them. I trust them. Steve Bannon trusts them. They're great to do business with. You'll love them. And text my name, Kate. That's the only thing you text is my name. And you're going to get some fantastic information that you really, really need. And it's free. Please do it. 989898. I'm imploring you to do this. Please text my name, Kate. Okay, Melissa. Um, Coming back from that, (laughs) what are your thoughts? (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, there's a bomb. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, to kind of pick up where we left off Mm -hmm. with electric vehicles and the driver behind that, Mm -hmm. uh, not meant to be a pun, but (laughs) we all know, we we know they're meeting in Davos this week Mm -hmm. and we know that these are the people who are behind a lot of the, the change, the societal change that we're seeing. Right, right, right. And it's caused me to really start thinking about utopian societies Mm -hmm. and how there is this human impulse to believe that we can make things better. Yeah. Uh, And and it goes back, it goes back a long way. Um, The first utopian piece of literature is Plato's Republic. Mm -hmm. You know, what is the, what is the ideal perfect government? Right. So that goes back a long way. We're talking about like 400 BC. Mm-hmm. But one of the things about utopians is, as I've thought about it, and I've, I've kind of, and I've been thinking about this for months now, name me one utopian society that was ever tried that succeeded, hmm. that didn't become something ugly and horrific. You're right, And I though. can't name you one. You're right. Remember when uh, Senior Bush came out and said, um, "Out of this, out of this disorder will come a new world order." But what he really meant was, "Out of this order will come disorder." <laughs> it's always a, a paradox. It's always something that they're selling something that's complete opposite of what they're selling. Yes. Well, there's actually a thing called the utopian paradox, mm-hmm. oh. which is the more you strive to create utopia, uh-huh. the more you slide towards dystopia it's true it's true so yeah it's hard and we can talk about the reasons for that and and i i look at what's happening at davos and i'm very fearful that we are already in the grip of utopian thinkers 
and this idea that we can create utopia. And it's, if, you, if you'll pardon the biblical reference, it's kind of a Tower of Babel sort of idea. Mm-hmm. We've abandoned God, so we're going to be the God that creates this perfect world, right. this perfect society. And unfortunately, it just can't be done by, the, the, by humanity. Yeah. At least not very easily. But I, I have been through like the whole catalog mm-hmm. of utopian societies from people in the 60s through, mm-hmm. you know, shakers in the, right. in the 19th century to We shall one. be right back. We're going to talk more about this. We'll be right back. Hey, Dally Show more with Melissa. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show, so happy to be with you. I really am. So glad. Uh, you can catch the show um, in the evening on uh, Frank's Speech app um, on your Roku. Just like you download Netflix or Prime, you can download uh, Frank's Speech and you can watch the show at 8 o'clock uh, Mountain Time, 10 o'clock Eastern. Every single night. Isn't that great? Uh, you can actually watch the show because we film it. So that's kind of fun. And um, you can also see Melissa. There's a picture of Melissa on there while I'm talking. And um, make sure that you go to balanceofnature.com. If you're looking to get healthy, this is the way to do it. A lot of people ask me about this. It's funny. I just had a friend ask me, what kind of multivitamin should I give my, my teenager? Uh, balance of nature because it's got 31 fruits and vegetables in it (laughs) every single day. I can't think of a better multivitamin. Um, so yeah, that's the multivitamin I take and I take it with, uh, activate FIQ.com's copper magnesium and whole C. And I just love this product balance of nature is awesome. So put in the code Kate and you'll get 35% off in free shipping. It's amazing. Um, please do that because if you're going to order a product, you want it to work, right? You have a drawer full of them. I know you want it to work. So get a product that actually works. And I'm telling you, it does. Um, uh, Balanceofnature.com code word promo code is Kate. All right, Melissa, back here with you, of course. Um, Let's keep rolling, shall we? And of course, the phone lines are open 888-673-1450. If you're calling in the daytime, go ahead. Well, I... I want to kind of unpack this whole notion of utopianism and utopian thinking. And we can also link that up to progressive, the the word progressivism. Okay. Because for sure, all of this is linked together. Um, I've been reading a fascinating book dealing with the impact of World War I. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what we have to, I I just want to, in the broadest outlines, just trace a little bit of quick history. So Darwin writes his stuff about evolution and natural selection. Mm -hmm. And it led to people beginning to believe that God, you don't really need God to improve society. Look, these natural forces can improve society. And like social Darwinism, we can create a better world through these natural forces of natural selection. And suddenly God is out of the picture. And now people can manage that. And there was this sense in the late uh, 19th century, the Mm -hmm. 1880s, 1890s, Mm -hmm. um, that the world was just getting to be a better and better, better place. Mm -hmm. 
sadly, embedded in that at the same time, this is the birth of eugenics. Right. And part of eugenics is spawned out of that notion, well, we can create a better, more superior race by getting rid of the, the riffraff, by getting rid of those who are inferior. And so that's where they were. As, as we come into the 20th century, that's the thinking. And I don't know that that thinking has stopped. Mm-hmm. If you listen to what Bill Gates says, if you listen to Yuval Noah Harari, all these these people are still talking about the same things. We have to we have to eliminate surplus populations. We have to make the world a better place through fewer people. Mm-hmm. What they what they don't talk about so much is who do they target as right. those fewer people. Right. But here's a quote from the book that I'm reading. They said, by the end of the 19th century, Europe was headed not toward a better society but towards the catastrophe of me- mechanized warfare. And all of this has all, all this utopian thinking historically, like within the last 200 years has all been connected to increases in technology, better living through technology. So understanding all of that at the very brink, as world war one unrolled, people mm-hmm. in Europe were like, this is going to be great. You know, we're going to have mm-hmm. this quick war. It's going to realign right. things. It's going to be wonderful. Right. What they couldn't and didn't see or forecast was that the technology that was supposed to make the world so much a better place for everyone mm-hmm. could also make the world an infinitely worse place at the same time. That World War One became a just a a machine for turning human beings and valuable life into the fodder of the cannons. Hmm. And it's, it's yeah. When Europe comes out the other end of world war one, mm-hmm. they're disillusioned. They're unhappy. They don't understand what just happened to them because there were so many high hopes going in and it was just decimated coming out. Right. Right. So why do we invest all of this thinking in this perfect world and what leads to the downfall of that? Why don't we ever think it will happen to us? True. Um, And it's just interesting. It's It's a really interesting thing. Like I said, there is the myth of human progress. We can start with that. People who label themselves as progressive. What is progressing here? Is human morality improving? What, what, when, when someone says to you, I'm a progressive, what do they see as progressing? Yeah, you know, is progressivism are we is so handling sold. crime better? No. Have we, anytime we put a war on something, it's increased. It hasn't gone away. We're sold so many lies of progressivism and we're not a better people. We're not a better, we're not a well more, uh, a more informed people. We're not a smarter people. We are more ignorant, taxed more, loss of property rights, loss of freedom of speech, loss of the Bill of Rights. Everything's at a loss. We're not better at anything. Progressivism has been the exact opposite, just like you were talking about in th- that paradox. It's, we're the exact opposite. 
Well, there have been advances in transportation. Okay. For sure. Uh huh. Now, I I think we're on the brink of having those taken from us. Yes. Uh, We've had advances in communication, Mm -hmm. although we're on the brink of having our free speech taken from us. Yeah. Um, We're on the brink. We we have had improvements in medical care, although they've kind of jumped the shark on that as well Mm -hmm. with mandates and a denial of individual choice, all that kind of stuff. So... While modern science has, in many ways, made our lives easier, more comfortable, mm-hmm. we, until recently, lived longer, Yeah. Um, we also have put into the hands of people weapons that can kill millions mm-hmm. and transportation that can send armies faster to their, to their demise. You right. know, it, it's a double-edged sword, and... The thing that we don't ever want to unpack, we don't ever want to think about, Mm -hmm. is that for every decision that we make, there's a consequence. Mm -hmm. And the law of unintended consequences is a real thing. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's like like you were just talking about with the people, radical environmentalists. Mm -hmm. So we want to save the planet, so let's burn the forest down. (laughs) That's That's the the law of unintended consequences. It's the truth. (laughs) It's the law of idiocy. It's the law of unintended consequences. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's crazy. It's insanity. Yeah. Yeah. So while while the kind of pundits are talking about, we're going to create a world that's more equitable, that's more Mm -hmm. fair, that's Mm -hmm. more, all those pie in the sky, great things. Right. Think about the law of unintended consequences and how that can lead us. This is the paradox, how that can lead humanity, not to an improvement of those things, but actually to a degrading of our life, a degrading of our quality of life over time. Yeah. Yeah. And here's, here's my bottom line. Okay. Why, why does this happen to us? Why we have so many books that warn us. Yeah. We have, you know, whether you're reading Brave New World or 1984 or The Hunger Games or, or anything you know, that the founders one. wrote. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Everybody knows pick the nature one. of man and knew that we would end up here. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show more with Midwest Melissa when we return. Just a moment. Hey, Hi everybody, I'm Kathy Lee Gifford and I've been blessed to have a wonderful career for a lot of years. People still come up to me all the time and they go, how are you Kathy Lee, how's your va-va-voom? And uh, I laugh with them and I tell them, still going strong, still taking my balance of nature every day and telling all my friends and loved ones to do the same. Because it's balance of nature, changing the world, one life at a time. Celebrate Christmas with us. Call 1-800-246-8751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and sign up as a new preferred customer to get 35% off your first order plus a free fiber and spice supplement with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this exclusive holiday offer by using discount code KATE. This is the Kate Daly Show. 
happy to be with you. And I've got Midwest Melissa on, followed by Susan. And so grateful for you tuning in, caring about the truth. I'm glad you're here. And of course, earlier on uh, InfoWars, every Wednesday, I, I do InfoWars for an hour. And so you can catch me there. And then also, um, just wanted, we have a bunch of guests coming up over the next two days as well. Chris Ann Hall joins me tomorrow along with... Um, I've got uh, um, a great a guest from the CIA coming on, and then of course followed by a remote viewer. <laughs> I was part of that government program. That's going to be fascinating on Friday. Uh, so we got a lot ahead and a lot of great guests next week too. A lot of diverse topics coming up in the next week and a half. I can assure you that um, everything from ghost stories of the founders to remote viewing to uh, dream um, analysis. I'm telling you, we're, we're running the gamut. So here's. Uh, um, uh, more with Melissa, Midwest Melissa, too. Midwest Melissa, how are you? <laughs> don't you love that nickname? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. There's there's a hilarious Facebook page called uh-huh. called the Midwest versus everyone, and I, I like often it. look at that and I, I think, like yeah, I'm truly from the Midwest. Yeah, so right. you know, you might as well own it if oh, it's you. Oh, I right? love it. I love it. All right. So, um, where are we finishing out on this? This our well, last segment. Here's some questions to ponder. Okay. As we, I, I like I said, I believe we're already in, we're under the thumb of utopian thinkers. Okay. And so here's the problem. If you think about how society is organized, it can either be from the top down or from the bottom up. Top down means like the global Mm-hmm. The, the national, mm-hmm. state, community, family, individual. Right. Or it can go the other way. If you organize, if you try to organize society as Klaus Schwab and his friends are doing mm-hmm. from the top down, mm-hmm. that kind of utopia is doomed to fail because okay. you have to put sacrifice on the altar. Yeah. Uh, the individual has to sacrifice all because everything's going to flow from the top down. And the only way for them to manage that system is through very rigorous and very tough authoritarian control. Mm. And that's why we're seeing things like censorship. Right. That's why we're seeing, you know, some of the, the you know, the f- f- mandates and we all have to have EVs, now, even though it's stupid. And you can if you look at it and think about it rationally, you can see it. Mm-hmm. What the other side of that is, you can look at the creation of a better world from the individual up, mm-hmm. where I'm going to live my life as a better human being. And because I'm better, I'm going to create a stronger, better family. And my family is going to contribute to the community in a better way. Okay. That kind of system from the bottom up mm-hmm. has a way of self-regulating. It looks at other people and allows for breathing space for them to be their own better selves. Mm -hmm. That is the only way to improve the world really without resorting to violence and aggression and, uh, you know, human rights abuses. That's the only way is it has to come from us individually and move up the chain instead of the other direction. So if there's anybody out there that's just like, what do I do? What do I do? How do I fight it? Be a better person. Yep. Yep. Spread truth. Speak out. 
Don't don't be shy. Don't put uh, don't put baby in a corner. <laughs> I love that movie <laughs> uh, because really we put ourselves in the corner trying to figure out how to just get along. And there's going to be a lot of messaging coming out, whether it's coming from churches, whether it's coming from government, and that is go along to get along. Don't say a word and just be kind. No, you are supposed to stand up for morality. You are supposed to stand up for what's right, and you're supposed to stand up for truth. You are never well, supposed to put yourself in the corner on those items. Ever. It is not truly kindness yeah. to not speak for right. the rights of individuals. Right. No, I'm with you. Let's take a quick call. Hi, caller. You're on with Melissa, Midwest Melissa. Go right ahead. Well, I just wanted to point out something, and probably most of us think it's very obvious. Sure. These, these um, utopian thinkers that you're talking about that are at mm-hmm. the top, mm-hmm. They actually aren't thinking of utopia for everybody. You're they right. really only want utopia for themselves. Brilliant. You're right. Because they don't want the majority of people on there to survive. They want to get rid of us, have enough that can, they can have the people to do the work yep. that they need to be done mm-hmm. so they can enjoy their utopia. You're exactly right. Brilliant point. Thank you for calling. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. Yep. And it's selfish. It's all about them. Their own utopia, not for the rest of us, right? Well, in in one of the things, well, it won't even work for them. In yeah. the end, it won't. It, it, this never works. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about, well, let me give you a good example, and it's kind of a brutal example. Okay, we all, many of us, hopefully, know who Jim Jones is and his grand experiment down in Guyana. Mm-hmm. That didn't work for the people when when. When pressure began to come into the system, when they knew they were being watched and things were getting ugly, right? His his solution was to kill everybody, including himself. It didn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't even work. You would think, well, maybe he could kill everybody yeah. and he could escape. Yeah, but there was no escape. There, he wasn't These meant systems to create. A place where there is no escape. It wasn't meant to be. It was one of the biggest CIA ops, Jim Jones. And they were they were calculating um, how psychotic somebody could be and how people will go along and how people will believe. And it was it was an experiment. It was a it was a um, he's it was a, a kind of a psychopath experiment. Right. At the time. Anyway, but it didn't work. Nope. For him. Nope. Either. Nope. Nope. You're right. Sadly, I have to. I have to tell you, uh, we drove through his hometown in Indiana. The oh other boy! Day. They don't have a big sign in the town yeah. that says "Welcome to" and the no, home of Jim Jones. Not. But I knew that it was his hometown. Mm. But yeah, it. He worked for the CIA. It's kind of interesting how they use and abuse their own. And like the caller said, it's never about any of us. It's always about them. They'll use and abuse anybody in their, you know, that they can manipulate anyone for their cause. And it's sincerely about them only. Well, and if you don't believe that, mm-hmm. how many how many jets that flew into Davos this week were electric powered jets? <laughs> how many of them are eating eating vegan meals because you know yeah. to eat wagyu beef is uh, wrong morally? Uh, yeah. You know they they will have an exemption because they are somebody mm-hmm. has to be in charge, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to eat a steak tonight just because all those cows farting. I'm going to do all of you a favor. I'm going to eat your steak tonight. <laughs> so that's oh, exactly give me mine back. Kate. That's but exactly what I'm going to do. You know, and the part of the reason why it doesn't work, Kate, is yeah. because of human nature. Yeah. The very nature, all of us, in order to perfect humanity, we would have to be less human. Mm-hmm. That's not a good solution to move forward. 
Yeah. I don't want to be less human. I want to be a better human. Yeah. Not, well, you know, not what? a forced, coerced they, person. They really do fear us. We are their fear. The fear of us yep. find that's why they spent so much money on brainwashing all of us is because we are their biggest fear. So that means that there's there's a chance there's something we can actually do as a people if we unite that they are really afraid. All right. Yep. Thank you so much. Midwest Melissa, I really appreciate you. And of course, uh, thank you so much. Great work. I'll be right back with Susan. So don't go anywhere. Of course, you can't now. You got to stay on. Be right back.